know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome everyone to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 65, the show that loves being technically correct, the best kind of correct. <laughs> Each episode we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft one or two topics at a time, because my name is Jin. The one who can't figure out how some people have capped out on the renown already. Seriously, how did you do that? <laughs> right. All right. And I am joined by the one to finally join the ranks of selecting the wrong mic input on Zencaster call. <laughs> it's Ali. Wait. Wait, wait, have you done that too? Oh, yeah. That was the very first Council of Beerus fall. Thank you. I sounded oh, like garbage. Right. I remember that. Oh, that feels like forever ago. It was forever ago. It kind of was. But yeah, that was that. Mm, yeah, that. Uh, for those that don't know, I guessed it on episode two forty nine, I believe, for Azeroth. And I have a new webcam. I didn't actually know this webcam has a mic. Yeah, why would you put a mic in a webcam? Right? Like, who does that anymore? Like, this is a nicer, newer camera. So I'm like, surely there's no mic on it. And I have not used Zencaster since I put this in. And Zencaster has always been really good to default to my. Nice mic. Just with everything else on my computer, defaults to the nice mic. But for some reason, Zencaster's like, ooh, I see that webcam mic. We're going to use that. And I didn't realize it until we were getting ready to record the outro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good times. Exact same thing. I, actually, <laughs> I didn't know I did it until I listened to the episode and I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. This is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I hated it. Yep. Feels, feels bad, man. Mm-hmm. Feels, feels bad. Well... Since uh, that's all done and away with. Besides that, Allie, <laughs> what have you been up to? What have I been up to? My raid team is up to Broodkeeper now on Heroic. Mm-hmm. Yes. We make good progress. I felt a little bad, actually, because when you're like, yeah, we got Dathia down, like four seconds later. He was, of course, like, <laughs> he's, he's, because because I'm messaging him in game, I can see his DBM, you know, right. comments on when he wipes and everything. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you finally finished, you know, Dathia, and he's all, like, off, like, progressing on Broodmother, and <laughs> I have a very strong dislike for Dathia, just <laughs> as a priest, because it's a high-mobility fight, and I I don't like that fight to begin with, and high-mobility, just, I don't do well on that fight. I hate that fight. I do not like it. I like the part where you have to, like, shoom across the, to the other platform, like, that's that's pretty fun. My Absolutely. brain goes, wee, every time. But then everything else, um, I hate that fight. I, I hate. Yeah, there you. is no love. There is no live, laugh, lore with that fight. There is death, frustration, and swear words. Mm-hmm. I see you and all of the healers <laughs> on my raid team are in the exact same boat because they're like, <laughs> ate it. I can't, I can't move and heal, and then and you guys are way over there, and I'm over here, and it's like, <sighs> yeah, it's they're they're stressing. We- we have this awkward problem of too many healers right now because <laughs> some of people want to heal for some reason. So we, if we're missing some people, we don't need all healers. So we've, we've kind of taken turns rotating like DPSing and stuff. And I was very quick Wednesday night to, to offer to go 
DPS on Thursday, knowing it'd be Dathia like all night. So I'm like, I'll do so much better as DPS. <laughs> because DPS is not my like my my what I usually do on my priest. That's not what I'm geared for. Right, right. Which means I don't have enough haste to be effective as a shadow priest. So it was a mediocre attempt on my part to shadow. <laughs> Oh, I hate that fight so much. Yeah, it's so a tough much. one. That's a tough fight. But other than that, I've been having fun. I've been doing a little bit of alts here and there, kind of getting into those. Still trying to get out those rogue quests so I can grind up this renown and finally get a dragon scale storyline stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I'm on 20 or 21 of dragon scale now. Oh, God. You're going to beat me. I'm at 17. Getting there. Oh, I'm totally going to beat you. Yep. Um, You're beating me and I love why I'm totally going to beat you to there with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's about it for in-game. What have you been up to? Uh, we're seven out of eight heroic, because like I said, as soon as you're like, <laughs> 30 seconds later, the auto DBM was like, Jin just defeated Broodkeeper, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, that's, and she's like, that's too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think once we get the pattern, like once the egg handlers can like manage getting all the eggs and stuff, like I think we'll get it down. Yeah, the, just the getting egg, that the down. I, I actually personally think the egg part is the easy part of the fight. It's the last part when all the eggs are down. It's like it just goes nuts. It goes nuts. Yeah, we ha- we haven't seen that part yet. It goes so. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and we might. So our heavy progression raid night tends to be Thursdays right now. And my husband and I might skip Thursday. We'll see. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, because this, this is, I'll just tell you what happens. So she's got all these abilities that happens. And it's just like right. she does these little, 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 you know, the little flamey things that she does. Like I remember the flamey the things. Flamey. Yep. She does this twice in a row now. So it's, it's like yeah. flamey thing, flamey and flamey thing. So it does that. And then she just randomly does the, the lightning bolt and it uh, just goes after three people. Then here's the sometimes you get a really deadly, nasty combo. Because she just kind of cycles through these abilities. And then she has another one where it's just like, boom, everyone's rooted, right? A little icy thing. So yeah, if you're the one that's that one. being chased by the lightning, and then she does the rooted, it's like, well, I hope you can move really fast, because that lightning's about to kill you, because <laughs> you're rooted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can mass dispel that, so I may just have to look out for who's being rooted and try to yeah, be we, on top we, of that. We apparently found out that only mass dispels like five people, though, so... Yep. So like selective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who do I love more today? Let's see who gets to yeah, spell. That was, uh, that, was, that, was, that was our raid team. Was like, oh, we'll to spell this. Why is it getting everyone? Oh, it only does yeah, five people now. Yeah, I, I hate. I really don't like that change. It was mean. Yeah, mean. Well, just five people now. Uh, yeah, that's, that's lame. Yeah, but other than <laughs> silly in-game stuff, now we're just hey, we're recording a day early because it's Valentine's Day, and I have not done a single. Love is in the air event because I don't give a crap. Uh, I've been doing the dungeons, just trying to get them mounts. That's about all I've done. Uh, nope, nope, haven't done it. Don't do any of the holiday stuff ever. Ever since I got the uh, long, strange trip back like ten years ago, probably at this point. <laughs> so yeah, done with that crap. There's some cool holiday hearthstones. I believe. I don't it. like the love in the air one because there's too much pink in that for me. But I like the other ones. <laughs> Yeah, but I like my Necrolord uh, That's fair. I do like my Arden Wheel one. That's still my default. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. <laughs> just, just like that. That was beautiful. It's really cool. I really like it. I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with this. Hey, Shadowlands may not have been the best expansion, but it's got a cool Hearthstone. 
So there you go. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but then I think the last time you and I talked, I went on vacation and all that good stuff. Oh, it's yeah. oh, it fantastic. Yeah, so if you ever uh, get a chance to go to San Diego, specifically the La Jolla Cove area, definitely check it out. It was fantastic. It was, it was beautiful. I definitely needed that break, and it was a, it was a really good time. Really, really liked it. Good. You deserve it. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. So, yeah, because my wife, she's uh, she had herself a birthday, and now we got Valentine's Day. Yeah, I felt February is a fun month in the old Jenny Jenny Jen Jen uh, household, I guess. I just made that Jenny Jen Jen. Jenny Jen Jen, like, like hair of my Jenny Jen Jen. <laughs> but speaking of Jenny Jen Jen, let's... Uh, What's, I have a button to push because we have a thing to talk about and a thing and a stuff. Nothing beats a brew shared between friends. Yeah. Yeah, even when someone can't get an ingredient. Uh-huh. Still hey, man. counts. <laughs> Still counts. <laughs> attempts. Four, five, te- technically five attempts were made. All right, well, tell, tell your story to these beautiful listeners because it's very funny. Well, <laughs> so Jin. Jin is drinking a prickly pear margarita. And one of the first things I told him when he messaged me is like, that is very pink. Mm-hmm. Not a Super pink person. Pink. Hey, not, not a big fan of pink. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Red Day. and purple are also valid Valentine's colors. Thank you. I'm just saying, usually when you make yourself a, a red drink in drink form, they usually look pretty pink. It's true. It's true. Unless it's cool. But yeah, that's true. Anyways, uh, apparently the universe understands my dislike of the color pink. Because my my husband in in his you know dire attempt to try to help me and support me, he went to one place that he thought was a Total Wine, and apparently now it's a Michael's craft store. So that's that's not Total Wine. That that doesn't help. And the the Googles told us that Safeway local local grocery store here and in many places have the prickly pear syrup. So he went to one, and they didn't have it. So he went to the liquor store next door to that one, didn't have it. So he went to the Safeway, it was Safeway right by our house, and he didn't, they, didn't, they didn't have it. He even like grabbed someone working there, was like, hey, I'm trying to find this, can you, can you tell me where it is? And they went to where it should be, and they're like, oh, I guess we don't have any. So, and then he went to the liquor store right next to that, which like is usually pretty well, like they had orange bitters, like they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty well stocked with that special stuff, did not have it. Apparently one person working there didn't even hear, has never heard of prickly pear syrup prickly yeah it's not that so i'm like oh so um instead someone suggested to him that he get the agave syrup so i have an agave margarita except i (laughs) ran out of triple sec (laughs) so (laughs) i kind of just i I had a shot because i made two one for me one for my husband so i I threw in just some extra tequila because why not and then those orange bitters throw a little bit of that and make up for lack of triple sec and um, it's now a delicious Alley-made agave margarita oh, With man. salt around the rim Because it's much, fancy Pretty much got yourself just a classic margarita Because you can basically you just can easily swap syrup. out yeah, yeah, you can easily swap out simple syrup for agave You know But yeah, uh, yes, hey everybody If you're looking to make yourself a beautiful Pink drink and you're like I don't want to do those Cosmos I just They're not my thing, I don't really like cranberry Definitely suggest the prickly pear margarita Because honestly it just tastes like a margarita, and it's pink, and it's beautiful, and I love it. So there you go. That's my uh, endorsement. Go check yourself out a prickly pear margarita. And I've told you the recipe for margarita before. I just followed the exact same recipe that I normally follow, and I just swapped out the simple syrup for prickly pear syrup. It's that simple. Yeah. 
The there space, you go. yeah, the space with their recipe is. It's it's really good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of really good, you, you get to check out this uh, new and updated <laughs> Patreon <laughs> note that yes. I wrote just for you. <laughs> Jen, I think, is finally at the point of our our hosting together life. That he he has accepted that I'm just an awkward person, so he literally typed in my awkward Patreon intro in here in these notes, and I'm gonna read this. This isn't even me ad libbing like I normally do with my awkwardness. I am literally going to write what he wrote down. Hey, 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 hi. Do you like supporting content creators that go out of their way to make sure you get the most accurate information possible? I did not read that part before. <laughs> I just saw that you did the hey hey part and then I stopped reading it. Oh my god. Um, anyways, okay, serious face now, serious face. How about supporting a show that likes to keep things entertaining as they go? Well, if that sounds like something you're into, stay tuned to the end of the show to find out how you can keep this show and our silliness going. I have a button. How am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? <laughs> All right. All right. All right, we're going to keep it nice and nice and light, nice and quick today because we got a lot to cover. All right. So real quick, two quick pieces of news to cover. Basically, if you're going to do your normal Google search of what's going on in the ABK lawsuit, first thing that you're going to get is the SEC and ABK have settled. Right? They have settled for basically ABK is going to be paying a fine of $35 million. The original suit filed against ABK alleged that they violated a whistleblower protection rule as well as did not have any process to collect any workplace harassment complaints. Based on the information we've learned over the last year and a half, it's not shocking they didn't have anything in place to collect this information. So, Allie, 35 million. Thoughts? I I was surprised it was so low, but also not surprised all at the same time. Right, considering the first one was 18 million, and that's the one that's actually going to victims... And this is $35 million going to the SEC as just a fine for them being buttheads. So I was like, yeah, can you flip-flop those two? Right. right. It, yeah. Yeah. It just it kind of, I, I don't know. Like, sometimes we hear little news of like, oh, maybe things are getting better. And then we hear lots of news of how it's not getting better. And so it just sometimes feels with these, now that these rulings are slowly trickling through, it feels like that they're just getting a chance to... Try to pay the fine and sweep it under the rug and move on with their lives is kind of what it feels like sometimes. And I don't don't like it. Mm -hmm. Speaking of don't like it, next up, it has been reported that Bobby Kotick will remain as CEO if Microsoft merger fails to go through. And the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, if you ever read an article about it, it refers to them as the CMA a lot. That's what it stands for. Competition and Markets Authority has been making indications and some pretty serious concerns with the deal going forward. I couldn't find a lot to go over. It's just basically saying, hey, um, uh, oh, and there's like a lot of articles of, of things going on right now of ABK basically saying, Sony won't return our calls, <laughs> right? Because they're concerned that, you know, um, for Call of Duty and, and other titles like that will, you know, just suddenly become xbox exclusives and things like that uh so uh yeah i mean sony won't even talk to old abk i mean who knows what's gonna happen so i don't know i don't know any any thoughts on that one there Allie? 
It's just all a hot mess. I'm hearing and seeing articles about how ABK is trying to claim, or Microsoft on the two is trying to claim that it's absolutely not in direct competition with Nintendo and Sony if, you know, they combine. And it was either Phil Spencer or Bobby Kotick. I forget who actually was saying it. But someone had an interview and they were saying that these these people, these, you know, CMAs and all these people who are saying, oh, it's not a good merger, blah, blah, blah. They just don't understand the gaming industry <laughs> is what, what they're saying and they're in defense too. And it's just... It, it, I don't like it. I don't like that it's. it seems like it's starting to crumble a bit. I hate that Bobby Kotick will remain CEO if the Microsoft merger fails. As much as I hate Dathia, I will wipe to Dathia the entire year over dealing with Bobby Kotick still being CEO. <laughs> I agree with all that. F that guy. Yeah, when I saw that news article come out, it's like, yeah, the merger don't go through. You stuck with me, baby. You stuck with me. I feel like that was uh, yeah. ABK's yeah. way of saying, like, mm, you want this merger to go through, don't you? Mm-hmm. You want? Oh, it's like, yes, yes, we do. You, we want you to go because we just, we don't like the way you've been treating people and you were in charge when all this horrible crap is going on. So there you go. All right. Any, yep. any final thoughts before we jump into our main topic today? No, let's just jump in. It's it's a good one. All right, let's do it. Let's do it, everybody. Are you ready for this? Yeah, we're, you're ready for this. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking Welcome to Dungeon Fables, a show about dungeons and World of Warcraft. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Live, Laugh, Lore, where I, Jin, will do my very best to reenact, recreate, whatever, the Magic of Dungeon Fables episode, all <laughs> while being judged by the creator and mastermind behind that treasured show. And she's laughing. Good. Good. We're off to a good start. Yep. Today, we will be covering the first raid in Dragonflight, the Vault of the Incarnates. But before we do that, let's cover our community questions. Yeah. I had a feeling you pulled my sounders. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, he could have just asked me for my sounders no, if he did that. No, no, no. That's that's giving away the surprise. <laughs> so I asked oh, myself, gosh. self, what exactly is the Vault of the Incarnates? But wrong answers only. <laughs> and here is what my brain came up with. Oh, God. The Vault of the Incarnates is where we store Thor's hammer, Mjolnir, Zeus's lightning bolts, the axe of Pangu. Who's Pangu? I don't know who Pangu is. Uh, the Triton of Poseidon, and any other weapon of a deity, since, you know, incarnate <laughs> means a deity in human form. So, you know, it's it's kind of like their storage locker. Yeah. I like it. It makes total sense. Yeah, so so how did I do, Ali, on my uh, my first attempt? That, that's good. That's good. I like it. It was very, very creative. I would not have thought of that, so it definitely passes the approval of false fables. Okay, well, no, no, not funny enough for you? Not funny enough? No? Ha! No ha-has were had? Well, don't you worry. I got another one for you. It is the mythical storage locker on Storage Wars that Dave, you know, the guy that goes, uh, Yup. Yep. Yep. Have you bought here before? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, Dave's been searching for this old vault of the incarnates his whole life. That's the one. That is the one. All right. But if you wow. think if you think that is all, no, no, that is not all. No, because we also have from Wookie BH. He says, before his demise in Oldham. Commander Schnaz was extremely Schnaz Schnaz was extremely interested in dragon lore. 
He snuck into Karazhan and managed to abscond with a book which told the story of Eridicron, Razagath, and their kin, and how they were responsible for so much trouble in their time. Schnietz, whatever, <laughs> loved talking about the book, but with his accent, he could never pronounce the title correctly. This irritated one of the lieutenants so much that he stole the book and hid it in a Titan facility they happened to be excavating. We must enter this facility and find the book, The Fault of the t- Incarnates. <laughs> so, silly play on a, on a, you know, weird accents. Yeah. Good. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Nick. Yeah, there you go. Good job, Nick. Appreciate that. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, but Sarith also says. Oh, <laughs> the Vault of the Incarnates is a top secret super double probation area. Where, super double. <laughs> where Neltharion locked up every single person named Nate on the Dragon Isles in cars. Hey, nobody said he was clever with names. I mean, he called himself Deathwing. I mean, literally death with wings since he had wings and brought death. Ooh. <laughs> Still don't know what he had against Nate's, but clearly it was worth locking them all up. (laughs) These are not on the show notes, by the way, so I have not seen these. Nope, nope. nope. I I hid those, I hid those. So there you go. Thank you very much, (laughs) Nick and Well done, Sarif. That was fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) I picked a couple that I was always a fan of and was like, hey, don't tell Allie. You have to message them later. <laughs> That's great. All right, now with that having been done, let's move on to some randomness. Oh no, I think my barrel has pee in it. <laughs> nope, never mind. It's ale. We're good. <laughs> I, I said, yeah, we could change well, it up a little bit. It's, hey, you know, anytime I get to hear my boyfriend, it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I felt like that was appropriate for this show, anyways. That was very. It was very. Yeah, it, it fits. <laughs> Nope, it's ale. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we pretty much covered all the randomness at the actual beginning yeah. of the show, so <laughs> this is really just a fun way to play a fling clip. So, um, uh, yes. randomness. <laughs> and with that, let's move right along. Time for fun! <laughs> <laughs> okay, once again, we've covered everything already, but you know, I did complete a mythic dungeon where I tanked, or, oh, so we're the tank. He DC'd, and I had to run out of the dungeon, swap the tank spec, run back in, and we still managed to beat the timers for us. So wow, go me, go go us. Was, I, I apparently need to start doing mythic pluses with you. Dang. Yeah, I was like, let's go. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was like fourteen. I think it was like fourteen. That we did. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, well, we were making really good time, and then the tank just up and DC'd. It's not like they were like, screw you guys. No, we were doing right. really good. Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so before we move on, how am I doing, Allie? Uh, how are we doing? <laughs> Good. I, I am proud of you. I feel like you were you were truly embodying the spirit of Dungeon Fables. Yes, I am. It's glorious. I'm not lying. I was listening to an episode while doing these notes to make sure I was getting it in order. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, yeah. Um, see, like I said, it, I think it's important to do criticism live and adjust accordingly. So if you're saying we're good. No, we're good. I I have no criticism. No notes. All right. No notes. All right. Okay. Good, 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 good. All right. Let's see if I got this going. Uh, Well, it is now officially time to start talking about our raid. Let me tell you a story. Yes. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. 
<laughs> All right. So the Vault of the Incarnates. The Vault of the Incarnates. That is what we are talking about today. And you know what? Since this is technically Live, Laugh, Lore still, I do want to like let everyone know we're talking about freaking Vault of the Incarnate. So if you have not seen it, you have not finished it, I'm going to go ahead and give you one of these. I don't know why you got to do it in front of the kid with the effing. All you got to do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. All right. There you go. There's your spoiler warning because we are going to spoil this whole freaking thing. Whole thing. From top to bottom, even to the end quest line. So there you go. So what actually is the Vault of the Incarnates? Well, obviously it is a Titan facility. If you didn't know, you walked in there and you're like, oh, this architecture seems a little familiar. It's Titan, all right? In fact, about 20,000 years ago, give or take, give or take, somewhere in there, somewhere in there, well before the Sundering, that's when the dragon aspects imprisoned uh, three of the four incarnates. All right, as we kind of discussed in a previous episode, it's uh, pretty obvious that the reason why Razagath wasn't in the Vault of the Incarnates is because Deathwing during the whole video went and sent her to the void. And then she came back. We don't know why she came back, but she did. So there's very little that we know about this location, but we do have a brief quest line that we follow with Alexstrasza that leads directly into the raid. We accompany her on the way to empower the Mother O-Stone after five O-Stones have been activated. So let's do that one. I owe you my thanks. You have helped the Dragonflights remember our calling. With the Oath Stones renewed, we can finally reclaim our Aspectral power. This has to work. Nothing? But the Oath Stones were renewed. Obviously, a little rando dragon shows up, and we're like, oh, I guess I'll beat you up. It's super easy. You just beat her up. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, you're just like, okay, and then we're going to go ahead and chase after Alex Straza that would have to chase it after Razagath, and well, once we meet back up with her, she gives us a quest to put it into Razagath. And basically, we show up, and she's kind of like hanging outside the, the uh, raid entrance. You know, it's kind of at the far end of Thaldrasis, you know, over there, kind of like the little... It's like the, uh, as we would describe it, the, the molten-y kind of like, oh, this kind of spooky place. It's not scary. <laughs> it's a very scary place. Molten-y a spooky place. Yes, yes. It's, uh, it's Dungeon Fables approved terminology. <laughs> that is actually something I would say. I, I get it. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You, you run up there to Alice Shaw's and be like, hey, what's going on? Did you catch her? Did you catch her? And she's like, nah. Nah, she went inside. Uh, how about you, uh, go take care of that? 
So anyway, this is the actual quest text that uh, that we get. So, no, we locked the incarnates away to save the world, and and, and now Razagath seeks to free them. She cannot succeed, Jin. All life on Azeroth is in grave danger if you do not stop her. I shall return to Nazdormu at the seat of the Aspects to plan for whatever is to come. But do not worry, I will not leave you without aid. And Cadgar will be sent to join you as you venture through the vault. Good luck, champion. There you go, there's your, there's your quest text. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you thinking so far, Ali? How, he's just, uh, you, you like it? It set, sets it up, sets up the raid nicely. It's good. I mean, I don't know how Nazdormu is going to actually help Alexstrasza because he he's having issues seeing anything. So I don't know. Maybe we should give him a back rub. Be like, can you see anything now? He's like, nah, it's really cloudy. <laughs> really cloudy. I don't know. It's really not over my by my right shoulder blade blocking my vision. If you want to just dig in there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we know what we need to do. So it's time to take a look at that adventure guide. Not the exact sounder. <laughs> Hey, we'll get the right one from Allie. Couldn't find it. <laughs> I have it if you want it. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. Normally, I would say Allie just read it, but is this, this is too no, good. I want to hear you do this it. This is too it's good. good. This is too good. Here we go. All right. All right. Here we go. The Primalists breached the Titan prison used to hold the incarnates for millennia. Within, Razagath performs a foul ritual to unleash her siblings. So together they can purge the world of the Titan's influence. The champions of Azeroth must assault this impregnable fortress and break their defenses to end this threat. While many could fall, defeat condemns all the realm to the incarnate's reign of fire and blood. (laughs) Well done, well done. (laughs) Well done, well done. All right, there we go. All right. Okay. All right, I should have numbered these things. I got so many of them. All right, so uh, <laughs> now that we got this, that we did the adventure journal, it's time to, we're gonna go in. It's time to go in. All right, here we go. Good luck. Try not to die. I'm here on my dwarf warrior because this is the only character I play. Jin, quit fucking around. We're pulling. All right, I'll be right there. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> With all seriousness, let's, let's, let's take a look at what's actually going on when we first head in. All right. First thing that hit me when, when you get in there, you get that uh, you get that Grimbatol flashback. Yeah, yeah, you feel it. Yeah. You're like Grimbatol. All right, I like Grimbatol, even though I was, you know, you know, since this is not really Dungeon Pebbles, and you actually are sitting here, I can just ask you, Allie, did you like Grimbatol back in the day, even when it was really hard? I liked it after a few weeks because those first couple weeks when you're still gearing up, mana as a healer was an issue, and I hated it. But I liked the vehicle dragon flying around Bobby. That was really cool. And once I got some gear, that was like, all right, it's actually it's, it's a pretty cool place. Yeah, I, I loved Grimbatol, like, from the first time yeah. I walked in. I don't know. I was, I was a fan of the difficult dungeons, uh, especially when, when you first first went into Cataclysm. So I liked it. I liked it. All right. So, like I said, we, we got some Grimbatol flashbacks due to our uh, Drake bombing run that we go on before we meet our first boss. I'll grind your skulls under my heel. No, 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 no. It is not Garrosh. It is everyone's favorite <laughs> dragon man that flips sides. Because we all hate uh, R- R- Rymacass. R- yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we all hate Rymacass a whole lot more than this guy. 
Cause yeah, yeah. Commander Aragnox switched sides during our adventures in Thaldrassus and didn't try and like take out any green dragons. It was just like, no, I'm on the other side now. No, no, didn't try and kill any green dragons. Didn't try and mess with going in the Emerald Dream. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even here's actually a good point. Considering that his mother is Broodkeeper Deerna, however you say her name, Deerna. How do you say that? Deerna? Broodkeeper. Deerna? Sure, why not? Actually, I didn't I didn't know that she was his mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his, his, yeah. That's his mama. Mm-hmm. That okay. Is, that is Aranog's mother. So, uh, not a big shocker that he flips sides. Yeah, it's really not then. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, all right, let's go ahead and talk about the whole Aranog fight, right? So, Aranog, it's a single-phase fight with one weird little intermission thing. That's all it really is. Super straightforward. Yeah. All right, so we afford the, uh, we avoid his fire breaths. That's easy. We stack up into nice little weird Olympic rings things. That's kind of what my raid team says. Olympic rings. Because ah. we we're just going <laughs> to cleave down the ads so they summon. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Super yeah. easy. All right, we came, then we kill this one random elemental as they kind of like march along in a big circle. And then we go and attack the boss. Attack the boss. Attack the boss. All right, it's time to jump out now. All right, and then we jump out. And then around that time, he's actually dead. <laughs> that's, that's Basically, a, that's a as you fight. gear up, it goes pretty quick. <laughs> old Aranog is kind of a pushover. Anyway, so after we take down this dork, we can choose which boss to head towards next. But we're going to follow the adventure guide tour. So next up is Taro. So Aranog, did, did, did you like get serious Garrosh flashbacks just like I did? Because, you know. Yeah, I, there's definitely some of that for sure. Yeah, I was like. What's going on, voice actor O. Garrosh? <laughs> and a couple other people in my raid had kind of made that comment, too, the first couple times we saw him and heard him. Yeah. I was like, all right, it's Aranog. Whatever. It's good. <laughs> he, he's, doing, he's doing all right. He's, he's doing his job. Poorly, but, you know. I don't. It, this is actually one of those bosses I don't think we've ever wiped on. Ever. We actually we wiped on Heroic to him uh, this past week because... There was miscommunication on which fire elemental dude in the line that we were going to kill. Uh, yeah, that would do And it. that kind of, there was a couple bad fire puddles too, and it just, it was false start, as, as I called it. Mulligan. Yeah, everyone gets a mulligan. Everyone gets a mulligan. That's yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So that was your mulligan. All right, so I was writing these notes uh, kind of late last night. Um, I'm going to go ahead and correct the record here. Uh, so my notes say we head down the hallway to the left. No, it's to the right. <laughs> we go to the right. All right. Uh, and we stumble into the room where the primalists have summoned the biggest damn elemental I've ever seen. Absolute power! I'm not going to go into all of the fun details that Allie goes into, because I'm not doing this live right now. I'm explaining it as I as I just are off the top of my head, but I've done it many times. <laughs> so uh, before we get to Taros, let's, hey, let's walk down the hallway. So you walk through here and you're like, oh, this is really nice. There's some sconces on the wall, mostly just a bunch of elemental things that you fight along the way. And then, oh, there's a big dragon. Oh, he dropped a thing that I'm going to get some dragon scale, dragon scale base camp or whatever, uh, uh renowned for so i like those i like those i get the little <laughs> items and i get some get some reputation for that's good i like that so uh so then we kill that guy and then we walk into this room and it's really funny it's actually really funny i didn't actually really notice what was going on because sometimes when i'm in raid mode i'm not in gin lore man mode but i went back and i actually pugged this last night because i was just like you know what let's, let's have a little fun so i was pugging normal pugging normal and no it's totally true like when you walk in there you the basically the primalists are like He's almost through because 
here's what's actually happening. It's actually really freaking funny. Uh, this poor dude, poor, poor Taros, has been summoned only halfway. Right? That's it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, he is a giant elemental that has, it's, he's stuck. Right? He's kind of like uh, Ragnaros back in the day before he had legs. Right? So he's, he's like, ah, crap. <laughs> so. He's got some thick thighs that won't go through the hole there in the, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. ground. He did not skip leg day, but this time it actually <laughs> it, uh, it was worked against him. It was bad. So, <laughs> yeah, like we said, we interrupt the ritual. Poor guy's stuck. Well, we head in there. We put this guy out of his misery because it's really sad. So we do a little dance, stacking up some pillars uh, correctly, avoiding Hopefully. earthquakes or whatever. And we put Taros down because well, let's let's go ahead and have some fun with this. Because uh, since I pugged this and we actually wiped on this in normal last night, it was really sad. Unmatched strength. I was like, oh my god, we wiped on this guy. What are you guys doing? Uh, the tank didn't know what he was doing. It's fine. So let me, hey, all you tanks out there, if you don't know what I'm doing, let's check it out. Check it out. So there's this like little like, oh no, I'm gonna smash you guys. And this is the stack up thing. But there's like four, five, or six people. It goes up as the fight goes on. It slowly ticks yep, up. Like yep. you get, you get a couple more each time, and they get targeted with a little like, "Hey, you're gonna make a pillar. You're gonna make a pillar." So what you want to do is you want to line them pillars up, all right? You want to line them pillars up, and then you can get the heck out the way, all right? Because what the tank is gonna do is he's gonna get the little zoopy zoop beam beam, little pew pew zoopy zoop beam beam, and yeah. no, it's gonna... no, it's called zoopy zoop beam beam. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that zoopy zoop beam beam Earth Elemental Lulu's. <laughs> Smack the crap out of them pillars, <laughs> and they're gonna kill the pillars, because them pillars they just do like ow, 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 ow. It's just t- slow ticking damage. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> so you want to kill them? You want to kill them pillars, but you don't want to kill all of them at once. So you don't want to make one big long line because them healers would be like, dude, what the hell, because they would hurt a lot. Because usually when you break the true, it's true, it's true. makes little, us eat, it makes us grumpy. Yeah, there's a little little owie little owie uh, when they when they, when they break the pillars. <laughs> so you want to break only half of them at once. Half at a time. Maybe get that weak ore that tells you this way, that way. That's what I got. It's it just, helps. We use that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, very hey, handy. you go over there, you go over there. Right? It's very helpful. So, so alright. So that's what you do. Uh, and then literally everything else is just avoid the crap on the ground. It's, <laughs> that's the fight. <laughs> There's literally nothing else to it. But yeah, basically. <laughs> avoid the crap on the ground. All right. All right, there we go. Now that we dealt with uh, that guy, let's go give Caligos some exposure therapy because <laughs> when Taros dies, he's like, oh, man, I hope the next boss isn't a spider. Well, guess what? It is. <laughs> the nice spider, actually. In fact, this was uh, this was one of our blind bosses. This was one of our blind bosses in the old Timber- Timbermaw Tavern. So, uh, so normally, over here in my uh, raid team, what we do is we're like, hey, we're going to watch the video. We're just going to watch the, the like the, the really short like raid poll, whatever. I don't know. I'm not the raid leader. I just get sent a video and I watch it. It's like two, three minutes. It's like super quick. So right. we watch yeah. it and then we and we just execute on the fight, right? Well, this was one of the ones where it's like, no, don't, no research. Don't look anything up. We're just going to figure it out as a team because it's fun that way. So uh, I'm going to tell you what we do. It's probably wrong, but but it works. <laughs> So, so before we get into that, let's, let's talk a little bit about old Icy Spider. And its name is Sinarth. Sinarth. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird name. Sinarth the Cold Breath. Hmm? <laughs> well, Sinarth is actually a creation of one of our future bosses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was created by uh, one of the dudes. 
I'll just tell you, it's uh, it's Kurog Grim Totem created uh, Sonarth. Case. He would. Yeah, he would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's a big old spider infused the power of burr. Mm-hmm. Burr. <laughs> and actually, this is probably my favorite fight in here. Just due to the ever-changing position of the boss. It's like a boss where you're forced to move. It's kind of fun. Remember that? It's, it's kind of fun. You know the boss in, uh, what was it? Friggin' uh, Eternal Palace, right? Friggin' uh, Lady, Fish Lady, right? Right. It's not Alex Straza, this is a dragon. What's your freaking face name? Ashara? Oh, Ashara, thank you. Yep, Ashara. <laughs> Queen Ashara, fishy face, fish squiddy. You got it, you got it. Allie knows. This is why she's the mistress of dungeons. All right. You know that, like, friggin' I'm a squiddy squid thing fight where you gotta r- run downstairs? I always liked that one. I was like, I was kind of crazy. Like, I'm gonna run downstairs now. And you're like, oh, crap, we gotta run downstairs. That was a good one. I like that fight. Well, this spider likes to summon a bunch of ads eh, we have to deal with. It's not a big deal. In fact, I usually ignore them because I'm melee. I'm just like, I'm going to be over here. Ha! <laughs> hey, Ray Leaders. Right. Ray Leaders, if you listen to this, just shh, shh, shh. Just ignore me. I'm doing my job. Are you, though? I Are am. You? I am. Trust me. I am. <laughs> you don't want me over there. You don't want me. All right. So we deal with the ads. They like to wrap us up in uh, spider webs. That's what they like to do. Spider webs, like, uh, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be stuck in my head the rest of the night uh-huh. now. They like to really try and pull us off a cliff with the gossamer burst, I think that's what they call it. I don't know. Well, I think that's what the ability called. Gossamer I think burst. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And finally, we climb the stairs, because that's one of the cool things with this fight, is uh, as you are DPSing this boss, it is slowly going up, 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 up. Freaking little itsy-bitsy spider. Climbed up the icy <laughs> water spout. and uh, So icy. It is. It's really icy. Sober. It is sober. And my favorite thing about this is when you get up there, you get up to the top, and the little old spider, spider Sonarth cold breath is not hanging from a spider web anymore and just hops on down and is like, I'm going to get you guys now. It's slip and slide time. That's my favorite part. Now that I've gotten it down, and like once you get down the motion of what happens when you're slipping on the ice and everything, because, you know, you, you get bombs dropped on you, and so you have to, like, run off to the side, so the bombs drop off in the side instead of right in the middle of everyone's way. And it's kind of a bit of an art form to kind of, like, slide over to the edge and then slide back in place. And once I got that down, I was like, ooh, it's the fun part. It is the best part. I love the slip I like slide. It. <laughs> yeah, slide. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. <laughs> right. Crisscross. <laughs> it's, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. We're all doing the electric slide up there. It's great. So we're finished with the with this side of the raid, and uh, we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go back to the room where Aranog was, and yeah, we're gonna make our way to the Primal Council. Mm-hmm. Bask in the power of the storm. So after we deal with a bunch of trash, we go through. It's really pretty. We're like, oh, don't forget, we gotta look up. And it's rocks up there. Don't look up right now. It's pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes looking up isn't always. Fun. It's true. It's true. I looked. Up. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, Allie, it's rocks." But I'm proud of you for looking up. It warms my heart. I was like, "Look at that! It's rocks." All right. <laughs> it's, just, it's just rocks. Oh, do look up in the Sonarth room, though. That's pretty cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Definitely look up in that room. Like, look around. Like, don't even necessarily like take the portal back down. Like, just, just look around. It's look good. up. Look down. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, that's a that's a cool room. Yeah. Nope. No pun intended. Actually, it is a cool room. <laughs> I, I like it. All right, so we're on our way to the primal council. All right, so we gotta we gotta beat up a bunch of trash. 
obviously. There's a lot of trash. So much trash. A lot of trash. So much. Especially on the way to this fight. In fact, this is usually... Yeah. This is actually usually the f- the second fight we go to on my ray team. We usually go to the primal council uh, second. All right, so we do a bunch of trash. Blah, 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 we're doing all those things, and then we finally we gotta we gotta fight a bunch of elementals that they summon. Usually, someone on my raid team will jump in there and like try and get the RP going because it's like, oh my god, so much like. Blah, 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 blah. All right, we're just we've killed you like nine times already. Just get out. Just get out here. Get out. <laughs> all right. So who is this primal council? All right, we got four members. We got Embar Firepath. Fire consumes all. Opalfang. Blood feeds the earth. Opalfang looks pretty cool. Like I wish if I was a yeah. druid and I could look like Opalfang, that's that's pretty cool. I hope I hope you druids get that Opalfang look one day. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, the the rocky werebear look. Yeah, well, that's pretty pretty yeah. cool. All right, then we got Cadros Ice Wrath. Enjoy your final moments. I will. And his sibling, if you didn't know, this is actually his sibling, uh, Dathia Stormlash. <laughs> what fun shall we play? More on Dathia later. <laughs> I wonder if Kadros bullied Dathia. Probably. And that's why Dathia is so mean now. I don't know. Maybe Dathia is so mean now because Razagath is like, you're going to die after you get this ability. But psh, we're, we're, we're jumping the gun now. We're jumping the gun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, sorry. Sorry. Continue. Continue. <laughs> I interrupted you. Yeah, well, no, it's, you're good. You're good. So the problem with all of them attacking us at once, these four elemental-based folk, they're like, oh, I'm going to get you with fire. I'm going to get you with ice. Don't you guys know that fire and ice kind of like balance each other out? It's like, oh, you attacked me with lukewarmness. Hmm, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then also, I'm going to zap you. Uh, there's an earth guy right here. I'm grounded. Hmm. Oh, well. Literally, that's that's kind of what's uh, that's what happened. You getting frozen? Stand a fire. Getting zapped by lightning? Go go stand by the earth pillars and ground yourself. There you go. The only thing that pisses me off about this fight is uh, when as soon as you go over to the earth pillar, some other knucklehead walks right next to you, and you're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> yep. We 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 call those circles herpes. Yeah. Because that's how it spreads. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't touch your friends. Just, it's a bit wide berth. Wide berth. You just. No, just stay Things away from me. Real, get, get real bad real quick. Yeah, this is, mm, no, there's no cure for that, except grounding totem or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, just stay stay away. Uh, we, yeah, we have wiped a couple times on this, and usually because the lightning gets out of hand. Because people yeah. are like, okay, I cleared it. Oh, crap. Okay, clear. Oh, crap. Okay, oh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap. I gave it to the tank. Yeah, yeah, that happens That's too. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the worth. All right, so, uh, burp, burp, burp. Uh, anyway, so, silly Primal Council. Too bad one of them survives, though. Mm-hmm. One it of the- is too bad. It is too bad, because that means Adathia Stormlash flies away to the Primal Bulwark and asks a short-armed Drake a favor. <laughs> that's right, we're heading upstairs to take out Adathia after she is supercharged by Razagath. They killed my brother. My vengeance requires your power. Quiet, whimpering fool. If I didn't have need of you, you would already be dead. I will grant you a modicum of my strength. It should suffice to deal with these meddlers. Uh, It's... uh, It's too much. Indeed. 
This gift will destroy you. Kill them before it does. So much that she is going to die even if she defeats us. Literally, that's what Razgath says. It's like, <laughs> you want some power? I'll give you some power, baby. All right, here you go. Uh, you got like, you got like 35 minutes. <laughs> you better get on it. <laughs> You're gonna be dead. I gave I you hope way that too revenge much. Revenge is worth it. <laughs> uh, hope, I hope it's worth it, because uh, you gonna be meeting your brother real soon, real soon. <laughs> by them or by me, doesn't matter. I don't really care. Yeah, that's how Razagath goes. It's kind of like uh, I don't really trust you for. I don't know. Razagath is just like kind of like strikes me as one of those uh, big bads that's like. I'm not really into my minions. I'll just they're they're kind of like throwaway people. So whenever they show just up, tools. Yeah, whenever they show up, they're like, "Oh, boss, please, I love you. You're the best." And they're like, "I don't care about you. All right, <laughs> <laughs> go do my bidding. You'll be dead in like 30 minutes." <laughs> That's kind of what happened, <laughs> basically. Yeah. All right. So Dathia is now uh, surrounded in a tornado and likes to do a lot of wind and lightning stuff. Scatter like leaves in a hurricane. Of course. So, uh, well, if you do this fight on heroic, not on normal. This is this is a sad thing. <laughs> this is a sad thing about this fight on normal, but definitely give it a chance on heroic. It's just a ton of fun because you get to go wee across another platform <laughs> to deal with some ads over there. All right. It's true. It's, uh-huh. it's the best part of it. Yeah, it's pretty great. So uh, let me explain this Zeldathia fight. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's craziness. It's psychic. It's you remember that story Ali was telling you at the beginning. It's it's like that. It is nuts from top to bottom. So, uh, let me see. Uh, Dathia does some stuff. Boring, boring, boring. Then she does Cyclone, alright? So, Cyclone, it does some damage. It does some damage. Just, just, just by it's doing the casting, you're getting damage. But also, if you get sucked into the Cyclone, you go, and you get tossed up in the air. And if you're not a physics-breaking warrior uh, who can charge midair and jump midair, you know, uh, you know, Someone who is normal, like a demon hunter or an evoker or something like that, that literally has wings and just flaps down. You're going to take like half your health and fall damage. So don't get sucked into the cyclone. All right. And then she's going to summon an ad. I don't freaking know. Oh, then she's also summons a bunch of other tornadoes. And the tornadoes make little liney lines. And uh, you don't just, as soon as you see the big arrows, just don't stand in the way of the big arrows. It's really that simple. Don't stand in the way of the big arrows. All right. You got that? Okay. All right, they're just going to summon an ad. And these ads, they like to go like, Hey, Dathia, you will get bigger and stronger. Interrupt that. You don't, you don't want that going on. Interrupt. Interrupt. All right. Uh, but on Heroic, the sad thing is, one of those ads that's going, hey, You get bigger and stronger, Dathia, is over on the other side, and you got to kill that first one before you can go get over it. So what you got to do is you got to like, split up your raid. You got to split up your raid. Half of it is going to go, pow, 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 pow. Well, technically, all of your raid can go, pow, 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 on that ad. And then you're going to go, pow, and you, you, Remember the Wii? The, here's the Wii. Wii! And, and, and you know, <laughs> across, across the platform. The other half of the red, they're like, oh shit, don't fall off the platform. That's that's actually what you're, you're doing is the other side of the red. Okay, so so you want to get near the ad, but not all the way to the other side where you're going to go, wee. You don't want to go, wee. You don't want to go, wee. Right? We're not going all the way home. All right? That's next time. You're next. <laughs> but I, I want to go, wee. Well, that's next time. You, you get to go, wee next time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, back and forth. You, you, you trade it. <laughs> All right, so so you go. Whee! Uh, if you're the, if you're in the Wii group, bring all your AOE. That's 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 what it is. All the AOE, uh, AOE. A, 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 a DP or the freaking DK with the mass grip. Get one of those. That's amazing. 
uh, uh, freaking typhoon, Ursoc thing. I don't know. Druids do a thing or like, like, zoop them in, like, zoop, zoop. I like that. Anything to make my Ravager and my freaking Bastion Spear and my freaking, like, just everything. I just, oh my God, my DPS numbers go insane at that point. I love it. It's, it's like, it's so great. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the only time in my entire like raid group where my my dps goes like you're number one you're number one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it falls back down right after, right after i go back to the regular platform uh it's great though it's great so uh so bring all the aoe is what i'm saying bring all the aoe on that platform because you want to dps some guys as fast as freaking possible get back to death yeah. and it's just rinse and repeat at that point i mean that's pretty much the entire fight I mean, except you didn't mention the herpes circles well there's herpes because you still you still have the you have still have the bad circles as well. Oh, I just ignore that crap. <laughs> I just, I just I'm must just, be nice for the oh, rest of us oh, who can't. Oh, that's we still right, get that's right. the lightning get, circles. I forgot that can spread if you if you touch of your friend. Mm-hmm, so it's the herpes mm-hmm. circles. Yeah, and if you get that during like like those can be a little painful as is. But if you get that during cyclone. Mm-hmm. then it's a pain because your healer is also trying to deal with Cyclone while trying to heal you and it gets real bad real quick. Yeah, usually that typically the Cyclone happening with um, I want to say usually I think it's when the other group is yeah, up on the during platform. during the split. During the it's split. during the Wii group and the, the main group. There. The yeah. Cyclone, when you're down below, that one always hurts. <laughs> Like, yeah, like so it hurts more, and then if you ha- if you have the herpes circle, like, ooh, it's it's why is it spicy? It's a lot of damage, and if you're a little spread out, that works. It makes it even harder for your healers. Yeah, bring your lock rock. Don't like it. Bring your lock rocks. Bring your healing potions. Bring your defensives for that part. Yeah, that that hurts. Put your hunter bubble thing on shield turtle whatever. Just aspect of the turtle. Help, help yourself. Help your healers by helping yourself, please. K, thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. You heard it here first. Keep help the healers by helping yourself. Help me help you. All right, there it is. Yep. All right. Uh, so we don't. Yeah. And speaking of the herpes circle, the only thing that I find really bad is when if you have it on you, when you're supposed to go kill the ad, that's the only time where it's like, okay. yeah, that that gets really rocky, too, especially when it's like if I get it on me and I'm supposed to go. Whee! Right. And you're like, yep. where do I stand? And then every and then everyone over there ends up getting it because you all kind of land together. Yeah. And it's just that happened to us a couple of times yeah, like, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Those were wipes. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So there it is. Well, we deal with those ads and we deal with Dathia. And it's time to take out the party pooper himself. Dark clothes bring your destruction. And no, I am not talking about Mr. Kimball from Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> remember? Remember that line? <laughs> I haven't seen that in forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where Arnold Schwarzenegger walks in the room at the very beginning of the movie. I'm the party pooper. <laughs> yeah, no, we're talking about Kurog Grim Totem. Because he crashed Lothamar and Thalisra's wedding reception. It's not going to be the wedding reception because it wasn't like during the nuptials and all that. It was like the, there was a cake. It was a cake involved. That's the reception. All right, and Grathian uh, got all heated and got tossed out. We all know what happened. We read the We read the little short story. It was a good little short story. I liked it. It was. Yeah, but that's this Kirog that showed up, and here he is again, and now we got to kill him. Mm-hmm. And like I said in the notes, and how do we deal with people who crash weddings and align themselves with organizations that want to bring about the cleansing of all Titan influence on Azeroth? We kill them, of course. It's the Warcraft way. 
Of course, of course. Mostly the I want to cleanse all Titan influence on Azeroth, because as a dwarf player, that means me. So, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I like being me, and um, I don't want to be purged, so sorry. You get purged (laughs) instead. (laughs) So this member of the Grim Totem does different elemental attacks based on what quarter of the room he's standing in. So if he's standing in the fire part, I hate that part, because that's like, run your ass off. Just run, and don't stop running. Especially, uh, yeah, I've heard from Melee that one's pretty rough. Yeah, I hate that one. Uh, particularly when it does... I mean, it's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then he does like his one big ability where it's like, fire everywhere! The world will be consumed by flame! Just don't stop running. Because if you, st- if you stop running, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. And it's, and it's sad. And then the lightning one, that one's fine. I, I don't know. The earth one, I don't know. He like summons some elementals. Uh, oh, and he does the donuts. I remember he does the donuts in the in the earth one. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, it's like, oh, I gotta do a ring, and then another ring, and then another. He does the donuts. You just don't stand where right. the donut is. Yeah, that's an easy one. And then uh, the watery, frosty one, the ice, uh, freezing some stuff. I don't know. Just the fire one is the only one I hate. That's all I want to know. All right. <laughs> well, let me just explain this fight. It's called just avoid all his stupid damage attacks. Uh, and then his energy is going to go up 100. He's going to run to the middle of the room. <laughs> My power is limitless. He's going to run to the middle of the room and he's going to summon two adds based on how much energy he has gained of per element. All right. And hey, I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, this earth one and this lightning one are really easy to deal with. We're just going to keep doing those two. Don't don't bother because the second time that it does it, it just does the next two. All right, we tried that one time. We did. We're like, let's just do this ad and this ad because those are easy to deal with. No, it's it. He just summons the next two that you didn't deal with the first phase. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like if you did earth and lightning first, you're just gonna get fire and frost the next time. Just just letting you know, it's it's pretty much guaranteed. Uh, unless you DPS him down before he does the second little intermission thing. So so yeah, you you can do that. It is based on his energy. All right. Um. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, he says to me different elemental attacks, right? Don't let it. Don't let any single elemental stack too high, or it'll be a wipe. Yep. So uh, best to let him get around fifty energies or so in each section of the room. Yep, that's that's, that's what I understand. I don't know. It's a that's a tank thing. I, pfft, I don't know why I care. Uh, <laughs> he's also gonna do the stupid channel thing where we have to deal with the the ads, like we said. We were talking about that. Yeah, first phase. Blah blah blah. All right, and after we deal with this obnoxious Torin, it's time to head upstairs to say hello to Aranog's mama. Clutch, your broodkeeper calls! That is broodkeeper, D-I-U-R-N-A, Durnia. What the frick is that name? <laughs> D-Durnia. Seriously, Allie, what, help me out here. I just, I just call, no, I just call it broodkeeper. Yeah, broodkeeper, Durnia. Or Egg Lady. You can call her Egg Lady. Egg Lady. Yeah, yeah, that works too. Only vengeance for my son! So, Eggy. Eggy, old Eggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's up, Eggy? Well, first, before we even get up to old Eggy, we gotta deal with the most obnoxious gauntlet on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not just a gauntlet. We've dealt with gauntlets before. Gauntlets are fine. But no, we also have to deal with freaking, like, Bowser stairs, basically. I think is what pretty much everyone in my raid calls it. It's like... Ba-da-ba-da-ba-da. 
That is what it feels like. Yeah, the ambiance going on. Fireballs flying everywhere. Just doubt you're just like, God, for God's sakes, how many freaking fire it it feels like one of those Mario Maker levels that people just created (laughs) just to just piss you off and you're just like, oh my god. It's a good thing if you click release, you just downstairs, you just run back up. So just click release. You'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, if you uh, if you wipe on uh, old Dathia, it's fine because you just click on a little tornado to go right upstairs. So just that's a tip for everyone. You don't need to run. You just click on a little tornado and you're right up there. So it's true. So uh, don't don't be like us. The first like two times we wiped. <laughs> Did you run? <laughs> well, no one knew. Like, like, what is this? And we were just like, oh crap! That was a crappy. That's a crappy way, but let's run back. All right. Oh, yeah. Like we were trying to do like, yeah, you know how he was just like, all right, put a soul stone on a healer. Da, 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 you know, all that. Oh, no, it didn't work. Ah, you got to run, right? It's uh, who freaking cares if you like, if you wipe, you wipe on death. You, know, you just go up the tornado. It's fine. Super fast. But anyway, same with the uh, same with old brewkeeper, right? You just got to run up them stairs. Freaking Mario stairs. It sucks. Uh, but you get up there. You eventually get up there. And uh, yeah. So, uh, so, so what do we know? What do we know about the old brewkeeper? This is definitely one of those memorable fights that I really enjoy. So what we do is we enter a room with a whole bunch of eggs, and Durna, whatever her freaking name is, is walking around checking on them. She's like, oh yeah, how you doing? How you doing, little eggy? How you doing? Oh, little eggy over here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what's going to happen is we're going to pull her, and typically what we do is we have the rogue in our group, the little, little shadow shad, little, little, little veil, and so that we can get ourselves exactly where we want to be. Like, I think we've even had the the rogue, but we're like, like, poo like, a little, little, like, distract thing. Because the distract actually works on the boss. And, a, and the boss will be like, well, what? This is what's happening. Right? So it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we get ourselves in position. We pull it. And, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get... There's, like... It's a whole bunch of different strategies when it comes to dealing with the appropriate egg pattern. But, I don't know. I guess the one that our team found works pretty well there's only one dicey spot where they're like oh my god the boss is over here and the ad's over there so let me just explain it so as you're going through <laughs> you got to deal with the, you got to deal with the eggs and you got to deal with the ads so this is almost like one of those fights where you're kind of splitting up your raid team into two sections okay you got your you got your raid team that's dealing with the ads and you got a raid team that's like uh like dps of the boss and also dealing with the eggs Deal with the eggs is super easy. You just click on like, oh no, the lightning thing, and follow me. You just run over an egg. Super freaking easy. Seriously, super easy. The ads, those are super easy too. Super, not a big deal. You just cleave them down. The only ch- tricky part is, is the boss and the ads never shall be together. They, they cannot be near each other. It's bad. It's very, very bad. Yeah, dude, they <laughs> cannot be anywhere near each other. So if you're like, what is this wackadoo freaking thing on the internet that says go this way, this way, this way, this way, this way to the eggs? It's you're trying to avoid the ads because the ads spawn in a very predetermined location where it's like on the right side, then the left side, then over here, then out there. Whatever. People smarter than me figured out where to freaking move the boss. All right. So just take their advice, not mine. Go look up those weird patterns on the internet. It's it it looks like the freaking string theory little pep board like yes. <laughs> Basically, you just you you put your symbols up so you can communicate more easily, and then just communicate, communicate, communicate. It'll be okay. It will be. All right. 
And here's actually the interesting thing about this, boss. If you didn't pay attention, you're like, hey there, Jen. Why don't why we why we gotta deal with these eggs? What, what's happening? What's happening? Well, the boss actually has a buff slash debuff, whatever you want to call it, uh, on her that basically says there are 24 eggs, or however many eggs there are, cannot go below 24%. Right? So as you keep killing the eggs, it goes down. Where it's like if there starts with 24 eggs, you kill two of them, 22. Kill another two, it's 20, 20. Now it's 18. Right. That's that's what's going on with this boss. You cannot ignore the eggs. You cannot just park her in a corner and be like, Mrah! because it's, it is impossible to kill this boss without taking out the eggs. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Now, so you've taken out all the eggs. Good job. Did you kill the boss yet? No, you have not. The boss is still alive. And she's upset. She's very upset. She's like, you killed all my eggies. Butcher! Death! Will not spare you my vengeance. I don't like you. Now I kill you. Mm-hmm. Now I kill you. And things, the shit hath hitteth the fan at this point. <laughs> right? It, it gets real crazy. Fire everywhere. She's throwing ice saying, oh, you stop moving. And then she's like, oh, you're not moving anymore. Let me put some lightning on you too. So does it feel good? It's a fun fight though. I like it. It was a good fight. Um, it, good time. The... Uh, that's a nine and a half stars out of ten. It's good. It's a good fight. Oh, that's a ten. It is a very, it is a very fun fight. I, I enjoy this fight. Well, so we've do, dealt with old Broodkeeper. We dealt with everything. We're now seven out of eight heroic. Literally, I, I killed seven out of eight heroic. Yeah, go us. Uh, it's now time to take out Razagath the Storm Eater. We will break their chains and restore the glory of Dragonkind. Now, if you follow the instructions and you look up upon entering this room, you'll see three Pokeballs floating above us. Yes? Yep. <laughs> that is what Razagath is here for. Her siblings that were imprisoned. Well, we get to work on this several phase boss encounter. And after a good 12 or 13 minutes, we managed to take her down. Here's, it is a long fight, even though normal. It's a long it is. freaking fight. I will say, though, I've got a down on normal. My parses killing that on normal are beautiful. Beautiful. Very proud of them. Well, I am proud of you, too. I don't know what your parses are, but I'm proud of you, too. Oh, thanks. Just purples, man. Purples? Purple. Sometimes, or, sometimes orange. Ooh. Got, got, got one of them uh, legendaries. Yeah. Razagath and me on normal, we're, we're good. We're, we're tight. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, so what's going on with Rathagast? Let's, let's talk about this. First phase, pretty straightforward. She's like, These winds peel flesh from bone. That's first phase. <laughs> That's first phase. So it's like three people get those like puddles on you, and you got to drop this puddle off in the appropriate areas. Those are important, though, because those puddles keep you from getting blown off. So then uh, she also does this breath where she's like, I kill you. Blah. And she does a little breath attack. So just just slightly sidestep. It's like a little tiny beam. Just sidestep. It's fine. All right, next up, uh, she does a little wind attack. Hey, remember that puddle? That's important now. So she does a big little boop, as everyone likes to call them, the boop. You don't get booped off. Don't get booped. Uh, you want to get booped backwards into the puddle so that you don't get booped off. Yes, that's that's the important part. All right. Uh, next up, uh, this is the weird thing. You get a bunch of sparks on you. She's she's like, oh, you got a spark on you. Spark, sparky, spark. Uh, on normal, you get one <laughs> spark. You get one. 
Yeah, you get it. It's really easy. You just interrupt it. It's like, oh, it's dead. It's dead. Uh, on heroic, you get two. You get two. So, Ooh. Yeah. So, Ooh. Uh, so it was interrupt the first one, stun the second one with the storm bolt. He's good to go. Good to go. But if you're like one of those like cool people with like a, I don't know, like a freaking boom came with the sunbeam, maybe you can get a couple of them at once. You're like, pow. I don't know. Or a massive spell a couple at once. Probably. That actually probably would work. I don't know. It works on normal. It would probably work on heroic too. Because it's just like anything to make them go away. <laughs> make them go away. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Deal, deal with the sparks. Because there's, there's there's two of them now. You can't deal with two. Uh, anyway, so like I said, first phase, pretty straightforward. All right, we deal with that. And then we're going to be uh, we're gonna be tossed to the platform. We get tossed into the platform. Yeah, set another, another set of wees. Or wees. No. <laughs> so are you, are you a purple puma or are you a blue badger? Right? That's important to know. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what colors you're using. I like that. Yes, uh, because we have split our raid teams to blue and purple. And uh, if you are blue, you are a blue badger. If you are purple, you're a purple puma. I happen to be a purple puma. So we, we, do, the, we do the blue and... Uh, moon. Mm. So we do square and moon. Square and moon. See, that's that's not as cool. See, like what? I mean, blue badger, but moon. Mm, I don't. Know, it's what is it? Moon. The moon beams. I don't no, know. That's not as, it's, <laughs> it's why we do purple. So you get pur- purple pumas. Because we we use purple for one of the this the the thingies you put in the back. Because that's one of the DBM uh, colors for it. Okay. All right. Because the D, the DBM gives you purple, orange, and yellow. So we use those three. Okay. In the back for where you put the the thingies, static mm. charge thingies. Yeah, I, th- I think we put the blue and purple basically roughly where the freaking thing. I don't know. I'm not the raid later. I just I just do what I'm told. I just do what I'm told. <laughs> just what I'm told. I'm really simple, folks. You just tell me to do something. I say, all right, I'm gonna do it. It's true. I used to raid lead. I don't do that shit anymore. It's it's stressful. Uh, yep. Yeah, I don't like it. It's not fun. Uh, it, it ruined me for a while. <laughs> I did it for a while too. I get you. All right, so after we phase her, we split the raid, we toss her, the, we, we were like, whoo, we go to the platform, we just kill a bunch of ads. Oh, and we dodge the breaths. Don't forget to dodge the breaths. That's important. You don't want to get hit by the breaths because you're going to die. You're going to die. That's what would happen if you don't dodge the breath. You're going to die. All right, so uh, we kill we kill the ads, and we go back to the little platform, and then usually by the time you get to the platform, you're like, oh, the other side needs some help. Oh, I'm going to run over there. Oh, no, they don't need help. No, they need help. Yeah. That's usually what happens is you think you beat them by a lot, but you didn't. You didn't. It's the raid leaders did a good job, and you split it up pretty evenly. And um, by the time you get back, the other one is just finished, and they're going to be getting back too. So, don't even bother, brother. Don't even bother trying to teleport over there because you're just going to click it right back, and you're just going to feel a little embarrassed. Uh, all right. So now that you're no longer embarrassed, you're just going to be attacking the boss again. And you're like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I don't even know what happens to this freaking phase anymore because we haven't seen this phase in Heroic, and it's been a while since I've done it in normal. It's like, blah, 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 blah. kill the boss, blah blah blah. And then after you do it, it's probably like the freaking same as the first phase. Similar. Uh, similar to that. Kind of. You get the you get the pushback you have to run through. Yeah, yeah. At least a normal. And then you get the, for a bit, you get the positive charge, the negative charge. Like the positives have stuck with positives and the negatives have stuck with negatives. Oh, yeah. That's so freaking easy. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on, Blizz. We've been doing this since Wrath. We know how Thaddeus works. Come on. Yep, it's, yeah. it's and then you get blown back to your original platform mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then that's where you get like your soft and rage because you start losing platform space yep. yeah 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 and we get tossed back 
And this is the one that I made a joke about a few episodes ago. If you don't know where to stand, you're just going to be tossed to oblivion like we were the first time that we did it. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, no, you need to know where you need to stand to go back to the original platform to then fight old Razagath. Which is pretty much the same freaking thing as the first phase with a bunch of things and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, like Ali said, you're losing space. So it's uh, it's one of them soft and rage timers where it's like, eventually you're just going to run out of place to stand. So that's not good. It's not good. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. But anyway, we get back to the platform. We do more dances. We get blown off the platform again. And then finally, we take her down. And then we get a little bit of this. It is done. We stopped her. No. The damage is too great. They're about to... Sister. What have they done to you? Her death. Demands vengeance. All who betrayed Dragonkind to the Titans will face our world. we cannot win this fight. We have to get out of here! Alright, that's right. Like we said, Razagath is dead. Razagath's dead. Yeah, Khadgar said it himself. Yeah, she's dead. Good job, team. But she successfully released her siblings, and we had to port out of there. So, uh, hey, let's just jump out right into the next freaking thing, because it's just kind of follow along. My friends, we sensed a great upheaval beneath the earth and feared the worst. We barely survived. Razagath is dead. But her kin have been freed. Oh. Nazdormu? What is it? The timeways. They are chaotic, but still obscured. A dark future looms on the horizon. We haven't long to prepare for their onslaught. Razagath's reckless haste cost her life, and they will not make that mistake again. They will regain their strength and choose their next moment carefully. Then we must take the fight to them. Strike before they are recovered. That will be difficult. Eridacron's mastery of the Earth will harbor them and keep them out of our reach. What is it about this Eridacron that vexes you so? The three that remain, Viranoth and Varak, were ever loyal to the Incarnate's ideals. But it was Iridicron who truly embraced the war. The last captured, and the most difficult to contain. At the end, he struck terrible bargains to keep their cause alive. His violent desperation makes him dangerous. I believe the other incarnates never knew the true depths of his depravity. We must not despair. Their war is coming. And while we may not yet have our spectral powers, we can rebuild our unity. Heal the wounded flights. Embrace.
face our allies. Only together do we stand any chance of victory. Sorry, I had to add URL at the end there because <laughs> she she wasn't actually there. Just so you know, <laughs> no, no, she's not. No, URL was not there. I, I just, I'm sorry. Just the, the together. Yeah, we were like together. I was like, I've heard that before. <laughs> In a very similar speech pattern, even. Mm -hmm. But and yeah, but there you have it, everyone, and that's the raid. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. All right, now <laughs> we're done with the Drudgeon Fables. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, so now we know everything that happened in the raid. Now let's discuss. All right, so before we even really get into it, how'd I do? Mm. Dungeon Fables? Mm. There was a bit of lack of voice lines for the bosses themselves. Just saying, they, my little cask thing, I got, like, I was able to get everything, but the freaking bosses, I just got, go yeah, find them. Yeah, they, 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 it's it's an issue. They actually stopped updating the the old cask. Yeah, it's pissing me There's off. There's anything you have to do for it, and even then, it's missing some voice lines. Yeah, yeah, it's missing a whole bunch of them. That's the problem. It's it's a very big problem. Yeah. It's for so many reasons. It's a big problem. Yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> Anyways. <piss> me off. <laughs> oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> trust me, I know. Anyways, I. I mean, maybe it's for the best because I already worry about some Razagath lines that I might hear in my sleep sometimes, especially when she's doing her breath. It right. just, it, I, I don't need to hear more. So, no. In, in all reality, you, you did a great job. Okay, awesome. But you never know what I'm going to do in post. So, by the time you listen back to this episode, people are like, ah, oh, that's true. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> you would do it too, just to spite me. You're like, hey, Allie. <laughs> These winds peel flesh from bone. No, you, you did. You did. You did a very wonderful job. All right, awesome, awesome. The, the mistress of dungeons is very proud. All right, beautiful. So, speaking of which, <laughs> now that we know Eridicon is likely one of the biggest bads in this expansion, maybe not the biggest of the bads. We don't really know, but obviously he is going to be a boss at some point during this expansion. Do you think that he will, in fact, be the final boss? Nope. No. Nope. No? I don't know who's going to be the last boss, but I don't think it's going to be Rudicon. I think Rudicon's going to be taken care of in point one, point two, if they get, if they have some other story beats that we don't know about yet, which is entirely possible. All right. But I just, I, I, I don't, I don't see it because I, I feel like whatever the big bad of the expansion is going to be, the final big bad is ideally going to be something that kind of leads us a little bit more into the next expansion. So I just don't see Rudicon being that. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think? Well, I'm going to think about this, obviously, as I was doing the notes for this episode, and it made me think, I was like, like, how could they do that? I mean, if you, you got Tenno, right? We got Volte Incarnates. You could easily set up 10-1, 10-2, and 10-3 and just have Mr. Fiery Drake be 10-1, Icy Drake be 10-2, and then obviously Eridicron, the Earthy Drake, 10-3. Right? And that's those are those are your tears. That's true. True. Could do it that way. Are they gonna do it that way? I mean, we did get a lot of like night elf, Yasera, goodness, you know, in our last episode and all that with the 
you know, Renown 19 questline. Like, why would you bring that up real early on if you weren't thinking about like a little imagery, a little bit of that? Like, I don't know. So maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe one of the tiers is just the fire, the fire and ice one, you know, like, because, you know, as Nazdormu was talking about them, they're like, yeah, they were always into the, the plan. But they weren't the masterminds, right? That's kind of what Nazdorma was saying. They're like, they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, Farak and Icy Face. I don't freaking remember their names. <laughs> Icy Face. I don't know their names either because they focus more on Rodicon. But like, I they 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 spent so much time so far driving home the fact that Razagath is bad. Hey, hey, everyone, see this dragon here with little arms? Razagath, <laughs> Razagath, bad. Kill Razagath. Razagath smash, okay? Like, they, they spent all the time with that. And we already killed Razagath. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, Riddicron. That's bad. That's real bad. The other ones, they're, they're all right. They're they're meh. Riddicron, bad. So bad. Kill it. I think we're, I think we're gonna kill that one off quickly, too. Yeah, we might. But we might. you you could be onto something, though. Yeah. With your fire and ice for one, and then a Riddicon the next one, and then would you, would, maybe Riddicon's boss would, on, like, the last would, one. Would you, would you call it a a song of ice and fire is that what you call it yes <laughs> yes i would it would be awesome <laughs> get your heart out george R. R. martin <laughs> 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 yeah um yeah i, I don't i don't know if a is gonna be a final boss i don't i don't i honestly i don't even though i said it i don't think he is going to be it just doesn't feel ominous enough you know, for the right. final boss Especially, I think what it really leads down to is freaking Alex Straz's comment, right? Where, it, you know, Iridicron was making deals, making deals to kind of like keep the keep the plan going, right? So whoever Iridicron was making deals with, unless it was like Nazoth and Nazoth is dead, and we don't know that yet. I feel like, you know, that's probably where they're going with it. You know, you know what I mean, Allie? Is that kind of what you were thinking? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think... These dragons woke up one day and they're like, you know what? Screw those titans and their titan ways. We're going to kill them all. Like, I, I don't think it was just one day like, oh, that's what we're going to do now. <laughs> like, I think something drove them to this path and empowered them and whatnots and gave them their objectives and their goals and everything that a boss type might do for these dragons. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what is the motivation for the the incarnates at this point right yeah like who who told them that who told them that they should go against the titan creations and the the stink of the titans yeah i mean it's and whatnot it, it's interesting because i mean i think we were originally led to believe and like i may be wrong but if i'm remembering it correctly during an interview or something during a q a with the Steve D and all them was talking about how you know there there were those that were on board with the idea of Galakron, right? I think that's what they were kind of alluding to, at least. Like they were more on like whatever that was. But like right. now that the more that we know about it, it's like well, Galakron just drank a bunch of water that was in, you know infused with old god gook, right? So it's like. All right, which, which is it? Are, are you, was Galakron, are you just saying that one doesn't like order and the other one, they like void? 
because technically the old god gook is void aligned in the cosmos so i don't know it doesn't seem like they're supernatural paths if they are aligned with uh Galakron. but if they're gonna like kind of like not necessarily wreck on that but like backtrack on that answer where they were like oh they're aligned with Galakron and all that kind of stuff maybe they're just saying that they, they, they like the natural they like the natural like i don't know like that's it just seems odd to me like and i'm not and this is just kind of for me personally politically philosophically where it's like if, if you're the kind of person that's like i want a cyborg hand that i'm not gonna say like i don't want i do not want a cyborg hand just so you know that's not no thank you it's not <laughs> it's not something that i'm interested in but you could do so many things with it but exactly but if you're like i, I really want one you see elon musk after he failed with twitter uh, he decided to invest in the boring company and then that failed. And then he decided to do the whatever. Now he's doing cybernetic implants and you can get a cyborg hand, right? Like a cyber truck where the, 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 the glass doesn't break, but it totally breaks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you can, get a, you can get a cybernetic hand now. Am I going to be first in line? Absolutely freaking not. <laughs> But am I gonna t- am I gonna be like protesting, saying no, you cannot get one, and attack you if you do? No, no, I am not. So that's that's kind of where it like I feel like the incarnates went, where right, freaking Alexstrasza, Ysera, Nazdormu, and and Malagos, Natharian, when they became the aspects, they became dragons. They're like, yeah, they got all like supercharged. Right, and they're like, oh, it, was that more of like a that's not fair because we didn't or like what what's going on there? Because they're they're like, oh, the Titans stench and stink. And blah, I don't it's bad. I don't I, I, I don't I don't get that. Like, that's that's where that's that's the disconnect for me. I'm like, just say no. Like, you, you can just say no and opt out. You can let them do their thing. I don't know. Like, well, I think there's, that's why there's someone whispering in their ear being like, hey. Hey, look at them. Look at those titans. They're goody two-shoe ways. They're bad. Yeah. Yeah, I thought... You need to kill them. Yeah. Go bathe them from their titan stink. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of their titan stink, who do you think Eridicron <laughs> worked with to gain the power of the incarnates? That one I struggle with. I don't know. There is a part of me that does wonder if it's void related because of various things but i'm not sure Mm -hmm. what do you think so i personally think it is one or the other but in reality it's the same so it's either they work with the old gods right or they work with the elemental lords but during the time, right, I can see that. But during the time that they worked with the elemental lords, the elemental lords were under the control of the old gods. Yeah. So, like I said, it's one or the other. But in reality, it's the old gods. Yeah. I mean, they did make sure of all, all the things we could have seen in that quest line with Chromie and Eternus, you know, tumbling through time, and we went to the amazing Asmoroth, and I miss it so much. But. They also went and took us to like really, 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 really long in the distance past of Azeroth, the early days of Azeroth, when it was the t- the um, the elemental lords versus 
void creations. And they made a point to show us that. So I can see that being a thing. That's that, that's what it feels like to me is regardless of who they were talking to, they're ultimately working with the same person. Right? Because you're either working with the lackey or the boss. Right? Yeah. Because so Iridocron probably was like, hey, we're naturopaths. All right. We are crunchy granola hippies, but we're also extremist eco-terrorists, okay? So <laughs> we need some help. We need some firepower, and they're going to go ahead and reach out to probably the Elemental Lords. And I feel like that's most likely who they worked with, because obviously, I mean, look at the power that they got. All right, Eridicron got the power of the Stone Mother, the power of Earth, all right? Then we got, uh, you know, Fireface, whatever frick his name is, <laughs> and Icy Boy. I don't know. Right, we're- Fireface and Icy Boy. No, that's what their names are now. Whatever. Fireface and Icy Boy. I, I don't even know if Icy Boy is Icy Boy or Icy Gal. It's not. Don't know. <laughs> don't know. Doesn't matter. I don't know. I just know the one of them was like, sister, why did they do to you? We killed her. We killed her. She was being really mean to us. All right. I just, she was being really mean. So, like, come on. What do you expect? <laughs> so, yeah, it feels like they, they were probably working with the Elemental Lords, just like Alex Trazer was saying. It's like, well, yeah, Rudicron, man. Rudicron was going to, like, deep stuff. Like, bad, bad, bad stuff. And, like, that's what it felt like, like Alex Trazer was trying to say. It really felt like she was actually trying to allude to. Rudicron was dealing with the old gods. That's. That's what it felt like she was kind of saying. It's like the depths of the depravity because Aridocron was doing some stuff that even the even the rest of the incarnates didn't know about. Because right? ultimately, probably what happened is Aridocron talked to the old gods and the old god was like, hey, that's cool. But if you want to like fly under the radar, I got these uh, people that work for me. They can, they can give you some power. All right. It's not going to be as obvious if I just, like, void charged you, right? I just give you a bunch of void power. No, they'll give you a bunch of elemental power. It seems very... Oh, and we're hanging on to your sister. We can send her back to help release you. Yeah. There you go. Or, honestly, if you want to get really technical, if you want to get, like, really, really technical, they probably worked with the old gods. Because this this is the thing. I mean, if, if you're talking about how the old gods were... Messing with Deathwing, right? Because I feel like they're playing both sides. I mean, this is this is what it really feels like. It's like the old gods are sowing dissent between the different factions. Is what it really felt like, and I, I feel like this is what this this whole this whole expansion is going to lead up to. Is that this was a giant play by the old gods, where the old gods were messing with Deathwing, right? They were they were messing with them all on that end. They were plan from that side and they were also messing with the incarnates that yeah it's kind of like it, it almost kind of feels like you know Rathion, right where he's like no i'm right totally with the alliance no no no, i'm totally with the horde <laughs> totally, totally with the horde yeah yeah the, the old guys are over here like, no 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 i'm gonna uh, help you out deathwing deathwing you're my boy you're my boy you're my number one you're my, my superstar right and then they're over here dealing with uh you know iridocron going like this guy is a jerk <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny thinking that, uh, you know, Eridicron, the, the dude of the Earth, and the number one that they mess with was the dude of the Earth. 
right? Death at Deathwing, the Earth Warder. So it's like it's true. Kind of matches up that the two of them are like, yeah, we just kind of buried deep. We're buried real deep in this Earth, so uh, kind of our forte, our go-to. Yeah. Well, plus they, you know, all these powers really want Azeroth, so... Yeah. I, I You can't see it, listener, but Allie's doing this little, like... Little shrug thing. Little shrug and shrug, like... Not, not really good when it's just audio. <laughs> 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 that is literally what I did. That is, yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> all right. So, um... I actually threw this question in here, this next one. This is really just for you, Allie. So, what other questions? Like, what... What questions did you have after you finished the Vault of the Incarnates on Normal that you just were dying to talk about that you wanted to know about? Well, I definitely want to know what they're planning for the Incarnates that got released from the Pokeballs. Mm -hmm. I also want to know, because again, like they spent so much time with like, oh, Razageth, 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 Razageth. Oh, Razageth, already dead. So I I want to know what happened with Razageth after she like... Got like sucked into the void portal, yeah. rift, whatever. And how does she like, get out? Yeah, like I, I'm. The more I think about, it, the more I think that the void sent her back to go help with the situation. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Maybe, maybe, maybe gave her some powers or something. I don't know. But I kind of just, I, I kind of want to know. Like, did you know what happened? What, what deals may have been made while she was in there? Did she go a little crazy while she was in there? Did they corrupt her? What like there's just so many things. And then, you know, it just because this isn't an old god expansion, yeah, we're getting these old god things, just like these like old god droppings, if you will, just everywhere, just like a lot, just lot of old god vibes, a lot of old god vibes. Yep, yep. It's like what's uh what's what's going on here? What's uh what's the plan here, old gods? So yeah, I wouldn't be it's surprised. Hard. I would not be surprised that. if Zalatath returned in this expansion at some point. See, I'm starting to think, given some other things and whatnot, I'm starting to think that Zalatath is like a supervisor working on behalf of the Void Lords. And she was sent to Azeroth just to supervise the old gods over here, see what they're doing, see what their status is, see which ones need to be fired, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I think she's some kind of like... Supervisor, on behalf of the Void Lords, I could be wrong. It's just a little theory I'm working on. All right. So if that is true, who imprisoned her? Was it one of the old gods saying like, "Don't you take that back to my boss"? <laughs> right? Could be. It could be. And if that's the case, if that's the case, don't take me back to their boss. Why did Nazoth basically work with Zalatath to trick us to letting Zalatath free uh, the dagger? Right? Maybe. Me, see, this is still a work in progress. Maybe because Zalatath herself was talking, if I remember right, about how Nazoth was the lesser of the old gods, right? Yes. Yep. Not as powerful. Like she talked. So maybe Zalath, uh, maybe Nazoth saw that this was Zalatath's report on him, on it, I should say. And so then Nazoth was like, hey, hey. Hey, are you tired of just being stuck in that sword? Don't don't go back to the lords. Don't go tell them this business. Don't go tell them this BS. I will I will work on my shit. I will free you. <laughs> don't go back and tell them that I'm the lesser. Okay, that makes me feel bad about myself. Okay, 
I will get you free. Just don't go take that report back to the Lords, okay? Deal? Deal? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. Before we move on to our next question here, do you have anything else that you want any, to... Anything else you're thinking about? Any, anything else? Nothing that I personally am thinking of in this moment. Is there something you're thinking of? No. No. I, that was, I don't know. Nothing that I'm thinking of. But I just... Before we move on, before we start wrapping up the show, I do have one question for you, Allie. Any, any Illuminoth whispers jumping out? No? Any... No, and I'm super disappointed because I feel like there's one that's supposed to be jumping out and it's not because I love me some good Ilganoth Whispers. Yeah, so 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 far on Ilganoth Watch, on Ilganoth Whisper Watch, I'm feeling like the only candidate that we have right now is the five lanterns or whatever, five keys. Right, with the O-Stones, the right? The O-Stones, yeah, so, then, right, so we right. got that. But we also got the Lord of the Ravens will turn the key. So we got Cadgar's back. Right, he's a candidate. Right, so that's that's one. Odin, Odin's yeah, still out there. Yeah. Odin's still doing stuff. You know, it's very. You know, we got tear showing up. You know, never know what's gonna happen. So we don't know who that Lord of Ravens is turning the key. So other than that, nope. No Ogadoth whispers is saying Vault of the Incarnates is bad. So. Sorry to disappoint everyone. Faulty Incarnates did not answer any Elgonoth whispers. You got me excited because I, I knew about the O-Stone theory. I yeah. knew that one. And I, I think I feel pretty good about that one. But yeah, I started talking about I'm like, is there one for this raid? I just what did to check, I miss? I just wanted to check in. You know, we got to check in. for. <laughs> it's good to check in on Elgonoth. Yeah, you can't you can't skip. Can't skip the Elgonoth whispers, even if the answer is nah. Nah. nah <laughs> I ain't got any Elgonoth whispers right now. So... But that's it. That was a very fun, uh, I don't know, experiment, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you did Dungeon Fables very well. You should be proud. I'm, I'm a little proud. I'll, I'll work on my uh, boss line game, but uh, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen in post. That's all I'm saying. You never know what's going to happen. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, we had a whole bunch of lines added in post. Yep, hope you enjoyed. All right, but with that, Allie, I think we can jump right into where we can let people know some things and stuff and support and blah and things and hey. Support and, and stuff and blah. Hey, I get to be naturally awkward on this one because it wasn't written down. No, I didn't, really write, I didn't write it down. It was this one. Hey, 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 hi. Hi. So, remember earlier I was awkward and I was like, hey. End of the show. And guess what? End of the show. So it's the part of the show where we say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep this show going. If you would like to join their ranks and support this show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash live laugh lore. You support the show, help pay for it to be released, some alcohol once in a while, all that kind of jazz. Prickly pears, if you can find them. If you can find it. <laughs> Apparently, the universe knew it was too pink for me. It's, it's fine. It's fine. We have no new patrons, but as we like to do every episode, we have some top patrons we would like to thank. So we have Mar- Margo Fishin. Marjo Fishin? Something like that. You, you still have your silly eyebrow tor- torching That's chin thing. That's their name in Patreon <laughs> still. I haven't changed it. <laughs> uh, Ickes, Ickes, hello, Ickes. We have Sarith who helped with the uh, the question earlier. Thank you, Sarith. Mm-hmm. Nadoon. I, I have fun saying that name. Nadoon. Oh, it's just, it's, it's fun. It's, it's probably fun. the Dune. 
The Dune. The Dune. Mud. Mud, who helped us last episode with our positive story. We have Chris Malor. Malor, that's another fun one. Malor. It just kind of rolls off the tongue. It's like Malorn. It's true. Oh, Chris Malorn. Mm. I'm going to start calling you now. Uh, Dungeon Master Burke. Hello, Burke, who finally has internet in his new home. Yay. Yay. And Dracorus, who has a really cool name. I feel like you should have a voker named D- Dracorus. Like it's just that's just a natural thing. It does it feels it feels right? Right? It feels right. Yeah, it's good. So thank you all very much. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. Okay, well we're gonna. T- nope, not push buttons weird really. Okay, <laughs> I'm just jumping again. I'm just jumping again. Before I do that, I'm just gonna say first up, I just wanna say a huge thank you to Oxville Horde. I just call her Ashley. Hey, doing Ashley. <laughs> for sending this story because you know sometimes when I uh, spend way too much time trying to recreate a second podcast that on this podcast uh, without the other actual host knowing you spend a lot of time in the cask file going like which file is this do, 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 do. it's nice when someone sends you a positive story so if you want to send me a positive story totally do that you can do it on twitter you can do it on uh, you know live laugh lore cast at gmail.com all of the all the ways if you want to get in contact with us totally send us a story but anyway speaking of which this story is from hendersonville tennessee where a group of students take what they've learned and do something pretty incredible with it okay well we're going to take you to a classroom where they're really learning something very practical we're taking you to sumner county where just a few weeks ago a team of students took what they learned in class and literally changed another student's life in this classroom, students are creators. You're supposed to be engineering, coming up with new ideas, solving issues, and um, just making things better than how they were, they used to be. The class called Engineering Design and Development is where this trio became friends. I've definitely made most of the memories that I've made here inside this classroom. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Not long into their semester, they added a fourth. Yeah, I didn't know them. So, like, I actually got introduced to them by the teacher. And then that's when they started working on it, and I got to be friends with them. Sergio Perota isn't in their class, but quickly became part of every class period. In my first years of school, it was... um, I had a lot of people ask me, like, what's wrong with, like, what happened to my hand? Lots of people. And I used to just say, like, even in kindergarten, I used to say, I was born like that. He was born with one hand that never fully formed. How I would work um, would be, like, um, carrying things. I would just carry them like this. Or, like, if I had a water bottle, I would just carry it, like, right here. And, um, yeah, that's basically how it would work for the hand. Basically, I would, like, flex this joint and, like, it would open and close. That's a way of life that Sergio didn't think much about. I feel completely normal. Yeah, no issues. I would just write with my left hand and, like, type with my left hand. It really wasn't that difficult. I got used to it. So, like, I could do pretty much a lot of stuff, almost everything. The almost everything is why these students were tasked with building him a prosthetic hand. I didn't know Sergio when we were going to do this. We were kind of starting from scratch. 
but we were able to look at some previous designs from offline. And once we started with the idea, it went off from there. After four weeks of designing, 3D printing, and sizing to Sergio's hand, the class put him to the test with a game of catch, a new hobby he never knew was possible. I never expected this. Living without a hand for 15 years and they actually offered me to is actually pretty cool. No one has ever offered me this stuff. It changed my life. Little gestures with it, like something like this. Feels like I have my other hand, so like I, that's something I really like to do. Just like put them together like this, which is cool. I actually feel like I have a right hand. A life changed in a class they'll never forget. Never, forever. I'm just going to remember it. In Hendersonville, Claire Kopsky, News Channel 5. All right. It's freaking amazing. In fact, this story made me go, I might want to get a 3D printer. <laughs> and the things that people do with 3D printers are just amazing. I'm constantly impressed with it. Yeah, like me and, and, and you yourself, I'm like, 3D printers, I can make so many minis. But the fact that people are out there creating prosthetic hands and things like that from 3D printers just freaking blows me away. I just think it's the coolest thing that is out there. And I just, I don't know. It just... To me, the technology of 3D printers is just the fact that they were literally able to print a hand for someone, right? And it's a practically fully functional articulating hand that this person is able to use. It's just, it's incredible that it came from a printer. And they're like, oh, I broke it. We'll just print you another one. It's fine. Like, it's, it's insane that yeah. you could do that. It's just crazy. I love that. And I love, again, that this is another story from the younger generation. You know, they're doing good things. And doing something like this, like that's that's something they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. That that experience in high school. I tell you, there's a lot of things from high school. Well, there, there's some that I remember. But there's a lot of things I don't remember anymore. So, you know, things like this, like that, that's a big deal. And that's the next generation coming up. It's It's hopeful. I like it. Yeah, I think it's pretty incredible. So with that, with that amazing, hopeful, uplifting thing, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here because I'm just saying, if you wanna if you wanna recreate Dungeon Families, all you gotta do is uh, get on a show with Allie and then just that's what it's all you gotta do. That's (laughs) it. Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at lizlaughlorecast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Aliander's K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. Oh no, I think my barrel has pee in it. Nope, never mind. It's ale. We're good.